the, the guys we were training with, the struggles they were having, how the anatomy was all changed and the physiology, and it was just absolutely mind-blowing of it all. And um, yeah, from that moment on, I knew I had to work with stroke and I knew I had to uh, do whatever it is I could to make a change in these people's lives. Um, Life-changing is probably the best way to, <laughs> to sum it up. Um, to go into a little more detail, when it comes to the packages or, or the services that our clients have with us, it's got to be tailor-made, it's got to be personal to that individual person because every stroke is different in its own way. Yeah, yeah, so always got to start with a chat. You've got to have a chat with the person to find out whereabouts they are. If they're not having a very good day, have a chat with them, find out why, what's going on, what else has happened. This podcast is sponsored by Grippable, the measurable mobile and motivating device for weakened hand and arms. Bringing some serious fun to your rehab with Grippable. Visit www.grippable.co to buy or try now or email Grippable's friendly team at hello at grippable.co. Welcome back to the SR Times podcast. Today I'm joined with Kieran from JK House to learn all about the services they offer for stroke survivors. So, Kieran, the way we like to start the pod is just to get to know the person a little bit better. So, if you wouldn't mind giving us an introduction of yourself and an introduction to JK House as well. Yeah, it's good to meet you at, uh, at long last. Um, my name's Kieran Franklin. I'm the director of JK House Training Centre. We're a company based of personal trainers that specialise in stroke rehabilitation. Um, we're mainly based down in the south coast in Poole, Dorset, uh, but we do cover quite a large area. Um, so, yeah. Right. So, Kieran, I guess the, the first question to go to is how did you become involved with stroke rehabilitation? I had a little read of your, your bio before we came on and seen that you'd, you'd been in the army and then this is something that happened after. So how, how did you go from being in the army to being involved with stroke rehabilitation? Um, right. When I was in the army, um, so before the army, I never had much love for fitness or anything like that. Um, joining the army, you really got a sense of how important fitness is, um, especially when you're looking at it from a combat side of view. And and uh, I used to be fascinated with uh, what our old PTIs used to tell us all about the fitness, how the body works, what went on with it. Um, sometimes they were a bit more graphic than they needed to be, but <laughs> enjoyed being in the army, I suppose. And when I left, um, I was stuck in a, a dead end security job, just like most of the guys that come out of the army um, end up doing. And uh, I remember I was uh, sitting there and I was trying to work out where I wanted my life to go and uh, decided to get into personal training. Um, I trained um, a couple of friends in the meantime whilst going through this uh, thought pattern. Um, since being in the army, my love and passion for fitness and uh, biology and anatomy and all that really came into, into fruition. And um, yes, yeah, so I decided to become a personal trainer and set up my own company. And out the blue, I had an email from a guy called Dr. Tom Bolchin. Um, just a introductory email instantly I thought oh what's this all about as you normally do when you get those emails done through 
Um, but he seemed quite genuine in what he said. He, he asked if I'd um, ever worked with stroke before, or how much did I know about stroke? Um, and my answer was, apart from the adverts on the TV, I don't really know anything about stroke. And um, he kind of invited me along to this stroke workshop, um, which was being run by a charity called the Arnie Institute. And he invited me along and he just said, come and have a look have a look to see what you think um if it's something you'd like to get involved in more find out more about then we can chat afterwards if not no hard feelings and uh yeah we'll see you see you soon so went down to this workshop and i was absolutely blown away with everything to do with stroke the 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 guys we were training with the struggles they were having how the anatomy was all changed and the physiology and I was just absolutely mind blowing of it all and um, yeah from that moment on I knew I had to work with stroke and I knew I had to uh, do whatever it is I could to make a change in these people's lives. So I guess the the question to go to now is that I mean I know from it having happened in family and you'll know from working directly with stroke rehabilitation just how important the rehabilitation process is after someone's had a stroke maybe for someone that doesn't know anyone that's had a stroke or not had a stroke themselves they might not just see how vital that part of the stroke is they to get back to maybe not fully functioning but at least getting some of that function back into everyday life yeah yeah very much so and a lot about stroke is obviously you see the physical disabilities that the guys go through but it's all the psychological stuff as well that uh, that all these guys are suffering with from not being able to talk be able to see partially out of one eye um, and it's all the emotional stuff so a lot of my clients partners they are always asking me questions is this normal he never used to get upset by this but now he does or he's always crying a lot or something to that respect and it's all this sort of information that unless you go digging for it online you, you don't know about it um, and a lot of it is a huge shock uh, especially to the partners of the uh, people that have had strokes um, and family members it's uh, yeah yeah and to be able to not only put them at ease that yes what their experience is normal for what's happened um, but to come up with techniques that can kind of counteract what they're going through. Um, yeah, yeah, the love and support of the family is, uh, yeah, is a huge thing when it comes to the rehab side of things. Yeah. So JK House, you offer personalised kind of a stroke rehabilitation and other services as well. But first we'll come to the stroke rehabilitation kind of side of things. How would you sum up the services that you offer to stroke survivors? Um, Life-changing is probably the best way to <laughs> sum it up. Um, to go into a little more detail, when it comes to the packages or, or the services that our clients have with us, it's got to be tailor-made. It's got to be personal to that individual person because every stroke is different in its own way. Um, we use techniques on one client and then the next client that comes along, those techniques might not work. So you've got to tailor what you're doing to, um, to each individual person. Um, I don't like generic rehab plans. I don't like when you've just got a worksheet, right, do X, Y, and Z, and that's it, you'll be better. I don't like that because most of the time they don't work. Um, so, yeah, so to be able to see somebody once or twice or sometimes three times a week 
and you can see that development of them going through and you've got to change your session um, your session plan every single time you see them so you might think right today they're at this stage i need to do this with them they could turn up and be in a completely different state than what you thought they would be in whether it be better or worse and you've just got to go with what you can do on that particular session and yeah and obviously the more work they can do outside of our sessions the greater the responses um that come through so yeah so the tailor-made stuff is in my opinion has to be a definitive thing not just uh, a workshop that you can go to and right do this and that's it you've got to tailor make everything you do and, that, and i think that's where the most results will come from yeah i agree 100 percent. i mean you, you said it every, everyone's strokes are different so what i'd like to talk about is from the moment that someone sends their inquiry to you saying i've had a stroke i'm interested in your services to to help me rehabilitate um how how does that work how does from step one go move along yeah. if you know if you know what i mean probably not putting it in the best way but <laughs> no so first thing that uh, people have got to do is just get in touch either through our website give us a call our social media um you get a quicker response through the website um the social media because we don't have people on it all of the time it takes a little while for the uh, inquiries to come through but yeah get on the website send us an email within a day you'll have a phone call and you're basically literally booked in at um the next trainer's convenient uh, time so that's normally within two or three days um you'll have a consultation with um, either myself or one of the other instructors um the consultation is all free we never charge for that um unfortunately there are some cases that somebody's had a stroke and they've come to us and we can't quite help them yet yeah. um it doesn't happen very often and I know, I think it's just something about myself. I couldn't charge somebody for coming in for a chat if I didn't know 100% I could help them or not. So we've always kept the consultation part free. Um, and then through the consultation, we go through the whole history of the stroke, the history of them. And we go through all the questionnaires and all the boring paperworky stuff. And then we give a quick physical assessment of the person as well. So we can find out what they can do, what they can't do. Um, and then literally from then, it's very easy they just follow a link they can purchase some sessions and um yeah from there the rehab starts so you mentioned as well that you've got to kind of go with the way the dice rolls no session will be the same um how how do you adapt in those kind of situations where you know you might have had a session that's went really well and then you'll have one that's maybe kind of you need to adapt and maybe change that session up for, for the person if they're not having maybe the greatest of days? Yeah, yeah. So always got to start with a chat. You've got to have a chat with the person to find out whereabouts they are. If they're not having a very good day, have a chat with them, find out why, what's gone on, what else has happened. Um, it could be lots of little things that have happened and that have triggered such a bad session um, to come in with. But if you can find out what's going on, try and calm the person down, get them refocused. Um, you might be, say, for example, I've had somebody um, on an upright bike. They could be feeling a little bit extra wobbly today, so I'd put them on a recumbent bike. Same sort of exercise, but adapting to it. We might find that the last session we had them on the leg press or leg extension machines in the gym, and they were doing really well. Next time they come in, they can 
can barely walk very well. So if that happens, you've just got to rehash the stuff that you've already done, get them more in tune with what they're doing. And you normally find that once they've refocused and gone over some of the old ground, they do tend to improve towards the end of the session. So there's no such thing as a wasted session. And you just got to do what it takes on that particular day to get that person uh, to do the best that they can do. Yeah, so what kind of some of the tools you'll use for rehabilitation, uh, rehabilitation, sorry, that I've seen, obviously, there's a lot of gym work there, but I noticed there's partnerships with Grippable as well. Is that a tool yeah. you'll you recommend for, for you know, the, the survivors you're helping to, to use? Yeah, 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 most definitely. Um, so we've been using the Grippable devices for ooh, three, four years now, I think. Um, so right when um, Dr. Paul started launching it, we were kind of getting involved with it right from the word go. And um, yeah, yeah, we've seen some clients that didn't work particularly well for um, and other clients, they've just absolutely ran with it. Um, I think the, you've got to be at a certain sort of stage before you can start using the Grippable. Um, for example, if you can't hold your hand um, and it just flops over it's not really going to work very well you've got to do some other rehab work first but as soon as you'll be able to get that grip going then you can start using the um the grippable devices and they're absolutely amazing some really good games on the uh, tablets as well yeah I've, I've, I've had a go yeah. we've been being sent one one up i've got to do a, a video with it soon and get that out on on our sites yeah. as well it, it's good I, it's nice it's like a it's a fun way of kind of i, I can feel it in my wrist how yeah. it's getting everything to work it's and the games are, are good as well they, they get you yeah they get you into it and you want it i was sat with it and my boss is like maybe come on like, like let's get back to work and i'm like no i want to beat my score it's a <laughs> and i mean it's it's addictive but i can imagine in, in a good way for a, a stroke survivor to kind of get that rehabilitation process in the in the wrists yeah and back to work and yeah, and one of the things we noticed with it as well is um, it's not just a physical grip strength and pronation and all that sort of stuff that's going on. It's the psychological effects yeah. that are going on as well. The fact that they've got to focus on all these different movable parts as well as controlling that limb. Um, yeah, we've seen some great results with it and not just with stroke. Um, we've given it to um, a couple of clients that suffer with Parkinson's as well. And the stimulation is given the brain by focusing so much. We've actually noticed not a huge amount, but that slight sort of improvement. Um, so yeah, yeah, I can highly recommend the grippable device. Get in touch. We're not on commission, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about the, the people who help because I fully recommend for anyone that's interested in your services to go and watch the videos you've got on your site. They were really inspiring to see the the people that you'd helped. I don't know if you want to talk about some of the kind of case examples of the yeah. survivors you've helped. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so we've treated, must be over 100 people in the few years that we've been going. Um, it's a great feeling when you can sign somebody off your book saying, I've taken you as far as you can do. All what's left for you to do now is just keep up doing everything and things will uh, um, keep improving. Um, but yeah, yeah, we've, we've, um, taking people that have been told you're in a wheelchair that's it now get used to it um we've come along and said well no you can move your foot you can move your leg let's get you up standing and we've completely changed these people's lives and it's it's amazing to be part of something like that um yeah yeah so earlier last year 
um, we took um, one, two, three, three stroke survivors and one lady suffering from uh, multiple sclerosis. And I set them a challenge at the beginning of the year um, saying that in September, we're going to get you all of you to a point where you can climb Penny Fan in the Brecon Beacons. And um, I won't tell you their responses because they were quite rude, but they, they have finally agreed. And we went through this magnificent journey, um, taking them to loads of different locations in and around um, the pool area, all up onto a place called Camford Heath to take them off train, sort of walking. And bear in mind, all of these people were told that they'll probably never walk again. And we've gotten to this point, um, or they've got themselves to this point where they can now start to face doing this massive climb. And heads off to them all, they all did absolutely fantastic. We got to Penny Fan, we all started to climb together. Um, there were a few mishaps. Um, we had one domino effect where one of them lost their foot and then they fell over and the people helped them fell over and a big long line of people just ended up toppling over. <laughs> um, and nobody was hurt, so that was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they've came out with us in uh, all different types of weather in the absolutely torrential rain and the blistering sunshine um, across the Jurassic Coast. They've been uh, practicing these walks all in preparation for this mountain climb. And it was just absolutely amazing to, to see it. We're, we're putting a documentary together at the moment. Um, hopefully that'll be out later this year. Um, well, the whole story of how they did on each walk and what sort of strokes they had and so forth and so forth. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a fascinating journey. It really was. That's something to definitely keep an eye on. I know we'll be sharing that across our our socials when that comes out. And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that. And I mean... <laughs> I know with the, the the stroke survivors I've spoke to in the short time that have that have been in the role here, the it's the determination of humans. I think when you're that determined and you've got that goal to 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 aim for, it's it's amazing what you can you yeah. can actually do. And yeah. I guess the the last kind of question I've I've got for you is, you know, working with stroke survivors. Uh, it's rewarding for them that they're getting this rehabilitation process and getting to do such climbs and do things they've been told they'll probably never do again. But for you personally, being able to help them to be able to achieve that, I can imagine that's pretty, pretty rewarding. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, so we, we've um, had clients from all sort of walks of life. And one of the ones that um, will always stick in my mind, we, uh, we were training this um, high-ranking official from the RAF. And um, so I was ex-army, he was um, RAF, so I very much enjoyed beasting him, um, you know, bit of, uh, bit of service there. And um, yeah, yeah, and we were training and training and he wasn't really getting much responses. So we changed the way that we were working. And he was a big, powerful man, very proud man. And um, he managed to get just the smallest sort of movement through his thumb. And that was it. He just burst into tears. And to get that sense of pride and that we've done this together, you know, we, we, uh, oh, it was just absolutely amazing. And because of that, we've kind of set ourselves a little project. We're, um, we're trying to build our own rehab center um, just on the outskirts of Poole. Um, 
and it's going to be something dedicated just for stroke survivors or brain injuries um, to come down in a nice safe environment it's not going to be like a, a modern gym um, where there's lots of people running around it will just be them and a trainer um, with all this fantastic equipment um, so we've just started building out this year um, so hopefully this time next year we'll be saying come down for the grand opening um, yeah yeah I, I believe it's going to be the only type or the only one of its kind in the UK um, so yeah really exciting really really exciting to get that on the go definitely and I look forward to it Kieran thanks for giving us your time today to talk about JK House and for anyone that's interested in uh, Kieran services and JK House's services the link will be in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast Kieran thank you very much absolute pleasure thank you